Hello everyone, you're listening to Talks with Talia with your host Natalia. This is a podcast where each episode will be as if you and I are engaging in a conversation about wellness, philosophy, life updates, and everything in between. So grab a drink of choice and get comfortable. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Talks with Talia. It's your host, Natalia. Guys, this is like my favorite day of the week. I love drop day. I love sitting here and recording. Sometimes I do record on drop day. Sometimes I record before drop day, so a couple days before or a week before, whenever. It just really depends on the episode and my schedule. But I absolutely love drop day. I was just thinking about last episode and how we were kind of winding down summer and getting into gisting and thinking about all of my goals for the next four to six months. And this podcast, honestly, has been on the top of my mind. I just really, really love it. I love the community that we are forming. I am really excited to see it grow. I was looking at the analytics. It has been, this will be my 51st episode, guys. I can't even believe I put out 50 episodes and you guys have listened to them. Like, thank you. So I just wanted to take some time and really say how appreciative I am of this platform and the voice that this podcast has given me and all of you listening. Tell your friends to go listen, share it. I really want to grow. I have some some number goals in mind for next year, but overall I really just want more people to join this community because I think it's so positive and uplifting and powerful. So no more mushy gushiness of me thanking you. Let's actually talk about the episode today. So kind of circling back, we talked about ways in which you can get your September together for two weeks ago, last episode I posted. So if you haven't listened to that, I would definitely recommend you could either listen to it first and then come back to this or listen to this week's episode and then go listen to the last episode I posted. Um, It's kind of cool because they go together, but you don't have to listen to one before the other. And if you saw by the title of today's episode, I'm going to be talking about summer reflections and fall manifestations. I realized that when I posted the episode, last episode, so two weeks ago, I didn't really close out my summer. And technically summer doesn't end until next week. So this will be the last podcast episode that goes live before we get into autumn, which is so crazy to think about. But I thought it would be a good day to run it back and reflect on summer and then share with you my manifestations for the season. Before I do that, I'm going to share with you my drink of the day. This is an iced, it's a nice coffee. I'm trying to remember. It's the Stoke brand, so the Stoke iced coffee brand, but specifically their espresso blend. So it's the brown packaging one. I know they have like a green 
uh, color packaging. This one is the brown one. I just have it with ice. I'm going to make a confession. Usually I don't start any fall related things until fall. I'm not going to lie. I do usually start like mid-September into late September. But I guess we're at the 15th, so we're at the halfway point. So I guess this is mid-September. I have a shot of chai concentrate from Trader Joe's in here. And we're starting off dirty chai season. You know what? I said what I said. I absolutely love dirty chai. If you're unfamiliar with the concept, it's pretty much just taking a chai tea latte and adding a shot of espresso to it. Um, instead of a shot of espresso, however, I made this more coffee forward and used espresso blend cold brew and then added some chai and some oat milk. So without, now that I've said that, we're going to take a sip. Mm. Yes, heaven. Also, I would love to know what you guys like more. Are you a chai girly, a pumpkin spice girly, an apple cider girly, or gentleman? Uh, I'm going to put in a poll on Spotify. So if you're a Spotify listener, you get to interact with me in all these fun polls. If you're not a Spotify listener, not to fret. I will also be posting the polls on my Instagram underscore talks with Talia. So definitely follow that. Usually post the polls on the stories as well as I've been starting a new series on my Instagram. I will say I've been doing it for a little while, but definitely getting more consistent with it called a day off in my life. So if any of you are interested in more of like a vlog style story or just like aesthetic photos of like what I'm doing for the day definitely check it out. I think it's super fun. I would love to know your feedback on it. And uh, any other series you want to see, I'm really trying to grow my Instagram as well, as well in terms of just getting more inspiring and fun content. I feel like with Instagram recently, all the content has been the same or like overwhelming. And I'm trying to figure out or pinpoint what you guys would really be interested in. So I'll also put a poll on that, and if you guys want to drop suggestions, I would be ultra grateful. But let's kind of jump into the summer reflections, shall we? So for me personally, um, let me give you a little timeline if you're new here. This would be my first quote-unquote adult summer. So I graduated college in May of 2022 with my PharmD degree, and so May of 2023 marked my one year post-college. So my summer of 2022, I was in that transition period where I was moving. I was studying for my licensing exams and working part-time. This summer, I was full-time working as a lovely pharmacist. And so I had my first adult summer. And... I think I had a lot of higher expectations for summer, to be quite honest. I was really excited for summer. I had all these things planned, and I loved my summer. But it felt so unsummery with the weather, the rain, the mugginess, the hotness. I'm here in New England. I live in Boston, if you're also a new listener. I currently live in Boston. And so the weather this summer was just not it. 
I am hoping that Mother Nature will make up for it in the fall. But regardless, I think that I still was able to have a really good season because of the things that I learned this summer. I learned a lot about myself. Um, I felt very nostalgic and I connected with my inner child quite a bit. I would kind of just go on long walks and listen to an audiobook or a podcast or music and really just think about where I am in life. Um, I was reflecting a lot because it was my first year full-time job summer season that, you know, in past years I would be off for the summer and I'd be working part-time and, you know, spending my days being very lazy and hanging out with friends and doing all that and being in a city where my friends still live in New York City where I spent the last six years of my life. Being here was something that was beautiful to be alone but also challenging and when you are navigating that transition uh, especially by, as I say, like in the real world by yourself, obviously, we're all not alone, but when you're physically alone walking by yourself and thinking about life like that, there's things that you connect with about yourself that are so beautiful. For me, it was just like appreciating, you know, how far I've come and what I'm doing. And, you know, even if what I'm doing is not the most successful thing in the world or the best thing it is still something that I'm proud of, that I enjoy, and that I'm working towards. And I think that's also something that is very indicative that we talked about on this podcast. This podcast's purpose is to kind of figure out what the heck we're doing, right? Like, we're all in this world having different pathways and different versions of the human experience. But at the end of the day, we're all really living out this human experience. And so... It can be challenging. There's a lot of emotions, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. And this podcast is a space where I get vulnerable and I talk about, you know, what I'm going through. So that way it could hopefully comfort you guys, but also give you guys insight and inspiration. And so I think going on those long walks kind of really paralleled for me what I tried to do for everyone listening. I also was able to go on a beach trip with my mom. Um, My mom and I have been connecting and going. um, I've been seeing her a lot more this year than in past years, which is great. And so we went to Cape Ann, which is in Gloucester, I believe is how you pronounce it. But it's on the north shore of Massachusetts. And it's a cute, quaint little beach town. And it was a perfect little weekend even though it rained, because it reminded me of all the things that I got to do as a kid. So again, coming back to that nostalgia, um, I was able to go on walks with my mom and have conversations about like things that, you know, how I was as a child and, and things that I did as a child that I still do now. And just kind of going through again, that traditional human experience of watching yourself grow from, you know, being a child to a teenager to a, a college student to now a full-fledged young adult. And so having this conversation with my mom was really important and really, really touching. I also learned a lot about work-life balance, which is something that 
it's funny that I did it during summer, which is when most people are taking like summer Fridays or, you know, trying to, I wouldn't say work less, but definitely trying to enjoy the weather, especially here in New England when the summer is supposed to be the best weather around. But for me, I was able to learn how to disconnect from work when I'm off, which is something I struggled with for a long time, even though being a pharmacist, you know, I have patients I follow up on and things like that. When I leave the pharmacy, I'm not following up on those patients anymore. I'm I'm leaving that all those all those responsibilities to the pharmacist on duty and I pick them back up when I'm back in the pharmacy. I still had struggle mentally removing myself from the workspace. So even though I wasn't doing any physical work on my days off, I was still constantly checking my phone, expecting someone to call me to like follow up on an issue that a patient was having, or, um, you know, maybe there would be like something wrong at work and someone would have to call me. It literally anything. These are all really irrational kind of moments that my brain was making up just to kind of keep me latched into thinking about work. And so honestly, that's not doing anyone good because. I'm not even available to check into these issues or these follow-ups or anything. I'm not in the pharmacy at the at you know those times. So being able to slowly disconnect, I would send out all the emails I need to send out in the morning. I still do that now. Um, you know, even on my days off, there's gonna be things that you need to follow up on. So I will send out all the emails in the morning and then I will not actively look at my phone. If I get a notification or an email and I look at, look at it and see that it's something important, I'll follow up. If not, I simply just put my phone away and deal with it later. And it honestly has made me feel so much better because on my days off, I get to really recharge, be present in my current life that I'm building and living in my personal life, I should say. And then it allows me to rest. It makes my days feel longer in a good way. And then I'm able to be my better self when I'm back in on the job again. So I think that maybe that's something if your job allows you to do, you know, check your work emails at a certain time of day, maybe like, you know, at the end of the day, you go through, clear out your inbox, make notes of things that you need to follow up on. But when you leave that office, if possible, leave your work brain at the office. You know, you take your work bag with you every day and you bring your work brain to the office. Leave it there so you don't have to bring it home. <laughs> bring your work bag home with you. Um, and then when you go to the office again, your work brain is already there. If you got that metaphor, <laughs> thanks. I know it could have been kind of confusing, but the point is to just kind of take some time for yourself and to turn off. And it's something that I'm going to keep bringing into the month as we come. Worrying about things that I can't control is not serving anyone any good. And so we're going to work on, like I said, doing what we can when we're at work following up on what needs to be followed up and letting everything else that is out of our control and not serving us simply go. 
the summer, as well as being one of nostalgia and reflection, also was something of new experiences. So in, I believe this was July, in Jul- June, in June, sorry guys, the months are kind of a blur. In June, I went to New Orleans for the first time. It was my first time going down south, and I honestly loved it. It was probably my favorite trip of the season just because um, it was the second vacation this year that my boyfriend and I took together. But also, we ended up going with some of his friends as well, and so it was really good to reconnect with them. Honestly, love them. And we just had really good food. Um, We went on really good walking tours. I got to see the city from so many different angles and so many different lights. I'm honestly still thinking about the gumbo that I got. I can't even remember the restaurant's name off the top of my head. Um, If you're looking for a New Orleans recommendation, I also did a post about it on my Notion site that I shared with you guys. It's in... It's in my Instagram bio. It's in the, the link tree. But I also did a podcast episode if you kind of wanted a more auditory walkthrough of my trip. I definitely recommend checking that episode out as well. But that trip also got me out of my comfort zone because I literally wore a boa constrictor around my neck. And that is something that I, if you asked me months ago before I took this trip, if I would do that, I would probably say no. Like, I don't hate snakes, but the idea of one around me did not sit well with me, but then I did it, and honestly, it was fun. It was something that was really, it was a challenge at the same time, like, thinking about it, it was definitely out of my comfort zone, and I freaking loved it, so definitely recommend if you're in New Orleans and you see, um, there's, it's a couple people who do this, but they basically take really good care of their boa constrictors. They're their pets and they let people, you know, hang out with them on the streets in the French Quarter. So definitely recommend. Also just coming from the East Coast and New England, New York, I feel like we're in such a different bubble in this part of the America than, you know, down South. So it's really cool to see how big America is. I think when people think of traveling, a lot of people travel to Europe, which I am such an advocate of that. I freaking love Europe. Um, But when we look at America as a whole, we're such a big country. There's 50 states. And honestly, the different regions of America are so different. So I definitely recommend if you have only been in your one region of America, whether that's, you know, the middle states, the south, the east coast, the northeast, the west coast, um, you know, I'm definitely forgetting other parts, but wherever you are, if you've only ever been in your, like, territory, quote-unquote, definitely recommend trying to venture out to different parts of America. I have a whole bucket list of different states I want to visit and why, so eventually I will tackle those, but so thankful for that, for that New Orleans trip. Some last other favorite moments of the summer were just taking long walks, like I talked about, getting very reflective and intentional, but also sitting by the water in Seaport with a coffee and a book. Um, I did this a handful of times where I would just walk to 
um, I think it's called Fanpier Park, to be honest. I might be mistaking that, but there in Boston, you basically walk the bridge to Seaport, and then you walk on the coastline, or the water, the water line, and there's grass, there's tables, so I would honestly just sit with a journal, a book, sometimes I listened to a podcast, other times I was doing like personal work, but it was so nice to just get that good old vitamin D on the sunny days and be outside, and so I definitely love that. I'm going to try to keep going for as long as it stays warm, but that was one of my favorite moments in the summer as well. So summer flew by, it felt really quick. Um, I can't even believe we're going into fall, but nonetheless, fall is here. It's time to say goodbye to summer until next year. I'm already thinking about, you know, things that I want to do next year that I didn't get to do this year in the summer. And I go through like my, I have a seasonal bucket list for every season and I'll go through and like things that I didn't check off this year Sometimes I'll see how I can make them like into other seasons if I really want to continue to do them or I will make it a high priority for next season. So don't beat yourself up if you didn't do everything you wanted to do this summer or you're in the same boat as me and you're already sad that summer is leaving. It's okay. It'll be back next year and now you have a whole year to get your shit together until she comes back around again. So with that, let's transition to my fall bucket list, my fall manifestations, things that I am looking forward to as we reel into the end of 2023. Um, So like I said, I love summer, but I'm not going to lie, fall is my favorite season. Absolutely my favorite I love really the months from August to December, and I guess I'll give you a little backstory on why. I love August because I love the weather. I love that, you know, it's the last full month of summer. People are are trying to get all of the summer at once. There's so much, like, good energy in August, I feel like. Everyone is trying to finish out their summer bucket list. They're trying to, at the same time, prepare for, you know, school. So it's just a lot of high energy. Then we have September. And for me, September is a mixed month of energy. It's, you know, very nostalgic. People not wanting to say goodbye to summer. And then people resetting, getting into the fall routine, which we're in now. So it's like a it's like a restart. Also, it's really interesting that Virgo season is in half of August and half of September. Um, If any of you know anything about astrology, I feel like that's very, very magical that those vibes and those energy that I get is also indicative of Virgo energy. So really hilarious how that parallels Um, and you can think it's a coincidence or not depending on your belief. Then we head into October. October is one of my favorite months. Um, Both my mom and my boyfriend's birthday are in October, which is funny. It's, you know, pumpkin season, apple cider season. We're carving pumpkins. We're watching scary movies. We're getting cozy. Then you have November. You have the wonderful Thanksgiving, which 
personal beliefs, political beliefs aside, the food. The food is what makes Thanksgiving amazing to me um, and the family. So you have a Thanksgiving and then, you know, we have December, we have Christmas time. My birthday's in December. I'm a Sagittarius. So, you know, love that energy. So really just from August onward is the best time of the year. And I don't think anyone's going to change my opinion on that. But as we enter into the second half of the year, fall specifically, I am so excited that we've entered apple cider season. I have not gotten apple cider yet. I'm planning on getting it this week at the grocery store. But I'm already thinking about like making a fall juice. Um, For those of you who have been longer listeners on this podcast and or follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm in my juicing era. I make my green goddess juice every week. I'm still thinking about making that in the fall, but I'm also thinking about making like an apple, orange, cinnamon, possibly ginger juice. So basically just taking like apple cider, but kind of making it like less sugary and more, I guess, like quote unquote health, healthy question mark. I don't know. I just really got the idea walking around the grocery store that I should make red apple, orange, and ginger juice with cinnamon. So that one might be in the plan. I'm also excited to get apple cider donuts. Um, I have not gotten pumpkin coffee yet. I'm not really a pumpkin coffee girly as much as I am a dirty chai girly, like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode. But I do like if I'm craving Dunkin', I will get their pumpkin coffee in the fall. And I do like the pumpkin chai from Starbucks. I'm trying to think if there's any other places that make like pumpkin coffee that I go to. No. Starbucks came out with like apple coffee, so I'm interested to see how like apple flavoring and espresso go. I might like that. I might, if I like it, I might buy like a small bottle of the syrup for my household and like make it at home. So we'll see. But I've also been thinking about getting like more flavored syrups because right now I just have the lavender one and I usually that's like very spring summer and I usually don't have any other flavor than that but I was like oh I should get like a fall one but yeah so really excited for the fall beverages and snacks I'm gonna hit up Trader Joe's for their fall themed food Um, I don't go pumpkin crazy and get all the pumpkin things but I do try you know a handful of pumpkin or other fall themed food. I think it's really fun to get into the spirit. I can't wait to grab my pumpkins and my fall candles. So those are some things that I'm excited for as we enter this season. Things that I want to talk about, things that are on my bucket list, I guess, if you will, are first, I call this like little moments of play, but it's like simple things that I can do every day that you can do every day. To kind of just set the theme for fall, and like I said, this includes getting your fall-themed beverage. Um, I really also like a fall-themed sweet treat. So like I mentioned, the apple cider donuts. I also love a pumpkin loaf. I love a pumpkin loaf from Starbucks. I also love a London Fog Latte. Technically, I feel like this isn't like super fall. You can have it any other time of year, but for me, it's, it's like a a cloud and it's cozy so it reminds me of fall but what a London fog latte is is a 
don't quote me on this. It's either Earl Grey or English breakfast tea. I always forget which one they, they, the proper way to make it is with. But for me, whatever resources I have at the house, I usually always have one of the two teas. I will use either one, but you basically brew the tea and steam milk. And then you can put a little bit of lavender syrup. I love adding a little bit of lavender syrup to it. And it honestly just starts my morning off in such a cozy way. The next thing I'm going to do is keep going for long walks. Um, if you work a 9 to 5, definitely recommend after you get off work taking a long walk. If you're able to walk home, I would also recommend that. I do take the tea because my walk home would be like over an hour, but the tea, it makes it like 20 minutes with like a t combined 10 minute walk. If I combine my walk to the tea and walk home from the tea, um, it's like five minutes each to 10 minutes, but really challenging myself to take a longer walk, um, maybe walking home one day here and there, or just when I get out of work, taking a longer walk. Um, finding a cozy read for my morning commute. I haven't found a fiction book yet. I honestly am not going to lie to you guys. I fell off my reading. I was doing a good job until like, I want to say August. Um, this book that I've been reading for August, we're in the middle of September and I'm still at the same place I was in August. I don't know what it is. It's a really good book. It's just that I can't get myself to read lately. So I think I need to find another non-fiction book or like something that's like educational and then maybe read another fictional book I'm really bad with fiction um is anyone else like that where it's hard for me to get into a fiction book because yeah I get really not like I'm wasting time but I just like can't settle in and enjoy it whereas like when I'm reading a self-help book or an educational read I can take notes and that keeps me more engaged um yeah I mean I could take notes on a fiction book but the thought of that doesn't doesn't jive with me so let me know on Instagram or in the comments if you are also like that um I want to have a Harry Potter movie marathon like on a rainy night grab the Harry Potter, get cozy. Now that the sun is going to set earlier, I'm probably going to wait till the sun sets like really early. So it feels like I can start my night earlier. But yeah, just kind of watch all the movies because if that isn't a nostalgic fall night, I don't know what is. Um, also, vinyl music and at-home yoga. So I'm redoing my living room, which we'll get more into in later in this episode. But with that, I am getting a new record set up, so I can't wait to set up my vinyl player. Actually, a lot of the stuff is already here. I'm just waiting for the console, which is supposed to be coming today, so maybe tonight that will be my project. But getting my record player set up, getting the sound system going, putting on a nice vinyl, rolling out my yoga mat, and meditating sounds so blissful. Honestly, I can't think of a better way to start an evening and like wind down for the night if I'm having a night in than that so that is potentially what will be happening in the next couple weeks and I plan to have lots of at home 
music nights like that. And one of the last things I have on like little moments of play is just go to coffee shops to get cozy in or slash making my place feel like a coffee shop, which that's the kind of vibe I'm going for. It's like a very like coffee roasting, cozy, do work on the couch, do work on the table, um, do some yoga, light some candles, get all the ambient lighting. I'm like in the works of like picking out different ambient lighting for my living room. So definitely making it feel like a little cozy cafe cave. Um, next thing I want to do is go to a pumpkin patch or a, like, was like a farm, I guess, and go pumpkin picking or apple picking, run through a corn maze, go to a haunted house. Um, there's one in... Cider Hill Orchard, so I think I'm going to have a day there in October. I'm really excited. Another Boston, I guess I'll go into like some more Boston-themed bucket list ideas. It's like Oktoberfest, so this summer I have been going to different breweries and just kind of seeing which breweries I like better, and now that I've gone through a handful of them, I want to go to their Oktoberfest. I think that'll be so much fun. And just figuring out, you know, what kind of events they have. There's a lot of places here in Boston. There's a lot of breweries that do different things for Oktoberfest. There's Harpoon Brewery, Cheeky Monkey. Um, Where else is there? I'm like blanking, but there's like so many. I think Harpoon is one of my favorites along with uh, Castle Island, so we'll see if Castle Island is doing anything. I have yet to go to the breweries in, like, Cambridge, so maybe see if they're doing anything, but just going for Oktoberfest would be so much fun. want to have more museum days. I have yet to go to the Museum of Fine Arts, so I need to go do that. I've been to the ICA, which is the Institute of Contemporary Art here in Boston, but I want to go again. I think it'll be so nice. Um, next, I want to go have a cozy fall brunch date. Um, yeah, I don't know where yet. I haven't decided, but somewhere in Boston. I'll look at the list. Chili, guys. I make chili every year, and so I want to do that one night, too. Just, like, kind of sit, improve my chili recipe, maybe bake a pie or other, like, autonomal treats, like cinnamon rolls, make my homemade chicken noodle soup or pasta fagioli we're entering soup season so honestly it'd be really nice to branch out my culinary skills and learn new soups soups that i usually make on rotation are like chicken noodle soup pasta fagioli used to make those like all the time and then french onion soup but i kind of want to make like oh and i forgot every year i also make a butternut squash soup so that will be definitely on the list but I kind of want to make, like, other soups. Maybe, like, a minestrone or I have to look up. But, yeah, definitely getting into my soup, soup era. Um, having a hard cider paint night. So, again, like, you can do this any time of the year. But really just, like, you know, when it's cold outside, it's crisp, it's fall. Maybe, like, start the night with, like, a nice long walk come home, take like a long shower, listen to my vinyl, do some yoga, 
and then crack open a cider and just chill out in my living room space. That sounds so much fun to me. Um, watch some other fall-themed movies, including Halloween Town. And then lastly is, like, long drives through New England. So New England, okay, not gonna lie, um, Ian Summer, oh my god, I'm forgetting his last name now. Um, he's a creator from Rhode Island, and he has this sweatshirt that he's selling that says, Summer is better, B-E-T-T-A-H, if you're familiar with New England. Summer is better in New England, and honestly, that's true. I can't believe I just said summer. Guys, I mean fall is better in New England. And honestly, that's true. Like, New England's best season is fall. Their summers are good, if the weather permits, but they really strive in fall with all the foliage. So I want to go. There's a couple places in Boston where you can see the foliage. You can go to Mount Auburn Cemetery, which is technically in Cambridge, and um, they have a really good viewpoint. And so I want to go up there and sit there and you know, stare at the trees, but then also, um, walking, like, through the Boston Garden as the fall leaves change, walking through Acorn Street and taking photos there. There are other beautiful places in Boston to kind of just admire the fall colors. Okay, so last section of not really bucket list, but more so, like, manifestations that I'm doing this summer. So, I keep saying summer. I'm clearly not ready to leave fall. Er, I keep saying summer. I'm clearly not ready to leave it and go into fall. But I want to go into my manifestations for the year, for like the last couple months of the year. So first is finding my purpose slash what fulfills me as I continue to do deep work. So we've talked about, you know, connecting to your inner child, something that I'm actively working on, um, trying to find confidence in my career space and navigating, you know, what I want my longer term career goals to be. So that is something that I'm still actively working on and manifesting that I will find the answers to that or some of the answers to that. Next is a creative side hustle. So obviously this podcast includes this, but I really just want to take it to the next level. Um, I'm redoing, like I mentioned, I'm redoing my like living room and eventually my bedroom and my apartment. So hopefully I can start doing video on the podcast if that's something you guys would be interested in. Um, yeah, so just kind of investing more time and resources into this podcast because like like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode it's something I'm really passionate about um which I guess leads into the next manifestation of the perfect space now again I mean for like the era I'm in but I recently got like a new dining table I got a new couch I'm upgrading the whole record player situation I will then move into the bedroom probably get like the cats like new towers and figure out you know what I want the ambiance of the bedroom to look like, as well as, like I said, ambient lighting, really, really big on the ambient lighting right now. I'm also manifesting that I can keep plants alive. I bought two plants from Whole Foods, and one of them's already dead. I didn't have the correct, like, planter size, so I need to go figure that out and get 
get on that. I'm honestly really, really bad when it comes to keeping plants alive. So I'm thinking about maybe even doing Easy Plant is a website that I've been getting a lot of targeted ads for that I'm like, ooh, maybe I should buy one and see how it goes. But if anyone has any tips on, you know, how to keep a plant alive being a lazy girl, please let me know because I'm like the only one in my family that does not have a green thumb and it's embarrassing. Um, and then leveling up every facet of my life. I think this is something as I enter, I will be 25 at the end of this year. So as I enter my 25th year and close, is it closing your 24th lap around the sun or closing my 25th lap? We'll go with closing my 24th lap around the sun. When I go to close my 24th, lap around the sun in December I want to be able to like look back at this season these last four months and really seen that I've leveled up on my job and in yoga and on my podcast so really manifesting that the plans that I'm making actually work <laughs> um and I'm manifesting that for all of you guys too I think you know anyone listening to this you're probably hopefully in a similar boat where you're trying to just kind of figure life out and level up and wish nothing but the best. So I'm going to close out this episode with a tarot read. And the question I asked myself and I thought would be most applicable to all of you guys is what do we need to put our energy to into this upcoming season? And I did a three-card spread, so it was three things I need to put my energy into. The first card I pulled was an Ace of Cups. And the summary of this card means that you're more receptive to creative opportunities, to loving connections, and you have a deep compassion for other living beings. So this cup asks you to accept the challenge of saying yes to the divine and basically puts you up for the potential for spiritual and emotional fulfillment. But again, only if you choose to embrace that. So in this time, you might be inspired to start a new project, take an art class, or even engage in interpretive dance. And you're starting to become comfortable with who you are. You see fresh potential in allowing your creative juices to flow. You're all about imagination and new possibilities. So I think this card is, again, the magic of the universe, very indicative to what this podcast episode was about, but more importantly, what I am trying to do or manifest in the fall. You know, definitely, like I said, trying to get ser more serious with this podcast um, definitely more creative in terms of that side hustle. So I recommend all of you guys to challenge yourself and do something new that's creative. Um, maybe take a pottery class at the Clay Lounge if you're here in Boston. If you're not here in Boston, maybe find a pottery class by you. Even if you don't want to leave your house, you can simply just like get paint in a canvas, start painting, maybe dance more. But do something that feels creative and maybe something that you used to love to do that you don't do anymore or something that you've been wanting to do that you haven't started yet or something that 
maybe you think would interest you, but you're not too sure and you've been skeptical to start, just do it and open yourself up to those new possibilities. The next card is the Six of Cups. And this is a card on being back to the happy memories of your past. It's time to turn over a new leaf and start fresh for a more positive place. This card asks you to be more in touch with your inner child and experience the fun, freedom, and innocence that comes with being a child. And I thought this was also very funny because we talked about how I spent a whole summer connecting to my inner self and how that's something that I'm still actively working on as we head into this new season. So things that you can do are sit down with an adult coloring book, um, play your favorite childhood game, or um, spend more time around like happy children. So like if you have like younger cousins or a niece or a nephew or anyone in your family, um, start like, you know, hanging out with them, connecting with them. Give yourself permission to be playful, spontaneous, and creative as you connect more with your authentic self and your intuition. And the last card I pulled was the Mother of Swords. So this card represents the gift of being able to use your intellect in an unbiased judgment while also being able to remain flexible and open. This allows you to receive input from other sources. It helps you grow because you lead from the head, not the heart, and you're better able to discern situations without the influence of emotion. You're able to take constructive criticism and use it wisely. So the final pillar of what the universe is telling us to do, or the sum of what the universe is telling us to do, I guess, is one, two, you know, find connection for things that we love, for other people, be creative, to connect with our past selves, and three, keep an open mind so we can put our best foot forward. And with that, I think that is a great place to end the episode. Thank you for hanging out with me for the past 45 minutes. I hope you enjoyed, and I will catch you all in the next one. Bye, guys. to this week's episode if you liked it feel free to leave a review and feedback is always welcome for more content make sure to follow the instagram underscore talks with talia underscore and i hope you all have a good week i will catch you in the next episode